Wow, I'm so high on guilty high. What do I mean? Hey, universe, listen to this. I just recorded 28 minutes of Yakety Yak, and I really don't remember what I talked about. This was, I just finished 15, 20 seconds ago. Well, now I've recorded for 20 seconds, so figure less than a minute ago, probably right at a minute. I have no idea. I mean, there's some talk in there about um, Craigslist and a piano I'm not going to get. I mean, seriously. So, once again, this is a preemptive strike against the nonsense that follows. Don't listen. Understand that there is probably two or three things in there that might even be worth hearing, but you'll have to crunch through a terrible, icy landscape of barren nothingness while I babble on about shit that you do not care about, like piano keys. So do yourself a favor and find something purposeful in your life that matters and work toward it. You don't even have to achieve it tonight, today, tomorrow, but work toward it and take measured steps. So when you get even 4% of the way there, you pat yourself on the back and give yourself some momentum to get 8% of the way and then pretty soon it'll be accomplished. And what do you know? You won't be listening to this shit anymore. I know that much. Well, universe, it is uh, 9.03. Nope, it's 9.09. I lost six minutes somehow. Well, I didn't lose them. They just went by without me doing anything productive enough to have. Uh, uh, why am I talking about six minutes of time that nobody cares about even me? Because on this podcast, I'm willing to talk about anything. And because sometimes I just talk about shit mistakenly, like, that I don't intend to share, but I've already hit the record button, so I could just stop right now and start all over. But I don't do that. Because I really have nothing here on my agenda. So if I want to talk about six minutes of lost time in the ether of nothingness, I'm going to talk about it. And... I'm not trying to be abrasive. As a matter of fact, I'm in a very uh, go-with-the-flow fluid, fluidic. Am I fluidic? Can I make that word up? Is fluidic a word? It probably is. probably ends with a CK. Fluidic. No, it probably isn't. But that's what I am. And as the cat purrs to my right and the dog snores to my left, I sit centered between pets of calm tranquility. So whatever mood I'm in, it's only getting more harmonized with these two lollygagging about. Um, <clears throat> and lollygagging is not the point. There is no lollygagging in this house. These two can relax and chill out as much as they want. And I never lollygag. So when you put something on Craigslist or whatever, Facebook, Marketplace, offer up any of them. You have one of two choices on how to handle that. You either honor sequence of initial contact and work your way down that list, or it's first come, first serve. Or you do some hybrid version of play favorites or whatever. But if you're being straight, you're either going to go with okay, that was the first person to contact me, so they have first opportunity, then that's the second person, yada, yada. Or 
The shit's for sale till someone buys it. First come, first serve. And I've been both. I don't know which one's right. I don't think there is a right. Because I, res- I respect... <laughs> first come, first serve is the easy one. There's no entanglement. There's no pressure to be something subjective. It's straight up the easiest rule of all. If it's still here and the ad's still up, it's still for sale, which means I still want your money for this product. So come to my door. Or there is the, well, now, I was contacted by a couple from Kansas who are going to drive here next weekend and look at it. Now, if they decide not to buy it, you're next. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, Especially at the rock solid, oh my God, I'm going to get this for practically free price. You're advertising it. And and so here's the thing, right? The item is sitting available about two and a half miles north of me. But because it's the sequence of order in which this seller is honoring his product of availability. Well, I sit here knowing that I'm just waiting to be told that it's already been purchased. And what is it? It's a Yamaha P70 electronic grand piano. Well, it's not an electronic grand piano. It is their initial... Uh, weighted key offering uh, electric piano that has the grand piano, uh, the Yamaha grand piano. Um, what is that? Sound set? I don't even know what you call that, but whatever. I mean, it's got eight awesome pianos. I have the P80. I know what I'm talking about. This is the P70. My P80, thanks to Phoebe's four-month-old exuberance, got knocked off its stand and cracked and has been hampered ever since. It really doesn't even function. But it could be fixed rather easily with an entire layout from a P70, which is being offered online for 100 bucks, which is about two to 300 less than you ever see them. They're a three to $400 machine. And unless they're damaged and damaged really doesn't work for me, I need the, I need the keyboard layout and keyboards are what are damaged. So, with that in mind, uh, I have, in my head, said I'm willing to commit to the five to $600 used level for their true sit-down next generation, not the P70, but the CP70s or the whatever, the next round of, of technology, which is off the charts, by the way. It doesn't have to even be Yamaha. I mean, there are terrific electric pianos to be had if you are at all a pianist from the past and have thought maybe i'll get a piano someday look at the electric pianos they're fucking awesome the keys are terrific and i mean i can play my parents piano and maybe there is some level of familiarity with those keys since that's what i learned to play the piano on but i can play any yamaha weighted key set just as easily and just as effectively and just as uh, as emotively, which is what really matters. And even the pedal arrangements work fine. 
if and I rarely use them, but if they're necessary, I think they work fine. That said, I'm not trying to advertise electronic pianos, but knowing that this is something that I've sort of four to six hundred dollar budgeted, it's nowhere near happening today. But a hundred bucks? Yeah, that can happen right now. As a matter of fact, if that guy would just call me and say the other guy had a heart attack and died, so you're next. And I do not, oh, that was terrible karma. Why did I do that? Why? Well, fuck. All right, well, the deal's going to fall through anyway. Oh, God, that was terrible karma. Why did I do that? All right. I can't take it off the record. See what I'm saying? I got to fucking live with it. Anyway. All right. Having a terrible moment does not mean that I uh, I wish harm on anyone. I never do. That was just a turn of phrase. And I will be more careful with my turn of phrase because turn of phrase equals intent when spoken aloud. And so it's out there, and now I live with it. But going back to the original point, 100 bucks for it. For, and, and this is cracked. And it has uh, a speaker issue, which I could not care less about. In fact, uh, the speakers, I mean, you play with headphones. So it could have no speakers. That'd be great. It'd be fine. And that's the only issue with it. The keys are intact, and he says immaculate. It's barely been played. It's just been dropped and cracked. So he's selling it for 100 bucks. And I'm second on the list. There is no way, number one, doesn't buy it. There's no way. If you're interested, you're buying it. Unless it's dysfunctional, in which case, then I'm not interested. Um, so, I've been in these positions, let's say, 50 times and had them work out twice, maybe. I, I was trying to think of one that worked out. I know one worked out with a tennis racket, for sure. That's the one I can remember. Being second on that list and getting that ra- well, getting those rackets was terrific. But, I mean, I've found great deals, but I've never been second on the list of something that's a steal at this level that would really be jump-starting a creative side of my life that uh, I was putting on hold for at least, realistically, 18 months. Just priorities. But to have it fall on your lap, well, then your priorities can change overnight, right? Anyhow. So instead of first come, first serve, which I might have lost out to that anyway, right? There's no saying that third, fourth, or fifth on the list couldn't have gotten there faster than me. So to be in any level of angst about this is ridiculous. Of course it is. Not as ridiculous as regretting that $1,200 nine or sir nine that's on there that's a medium that's silver. Oh my God, it's a good looking bike. And it's, oh, it is exactly the upgrades I would do to the bike. Like, it is exactly the upgrades. Now, $1,200 for a Sur 9 is ridiculous. I mean, that's a six dollars $700 bike in good condition, in good shape, with meaning component-wise. But the upgrades are legit. Like, you know, dropper seat post, whatever. Nobody gives a shit about this. But I do. I mean, the perfect bike was online. It's a $1,200 bike. That's like saying the perfect car was online. It's a $74,000 car. I might as well have said the same two things. That's how distant those realities are for me. So I can still dream about my uh, perfect mountain bike, but 
I'll probably never own it. But there's no way in life I'll go through the next 20 years of existence without having regular access to a piano of some form. And hopefully portable. That's another uh, reason that my piano playing dropped off. The portable options were always shit. And buying a piano never made sense. So the idea that now it exists in a way that's reasonable and has for 15 years. I mean, I've got two broken. <laughs> yeah, I'm rough on shit. Point is, this is an avenue in which I have been um, scatterbrained, to say the least. And now I want to take it seriously, very seriously. So... I thought I might have lucked into that today, and we'll see, I guess, by tomorrow, whether my luck is that good. But since I'm betting against myself, <clears throat> rightly so, why am I betting against myself? Well, because, A, this isn't what I should be doing with my money. Yeah, this is the kind of deal that's so good, even in my cash-poor position, I can't pass it up. It's... It's, but, you know, so would be a, a set of the perfect golf club irons, uh, say 1984 Wilson staffs for 75 bucks. I should buy them on principle, but I'll probably never play them. So what's the fucking point? Well, in that case, the point would be the straight up nostalgia of just seeing them and handling them and remembering all the high school and college golf played with that set of clubs. And that has tangible value even today. And probably has 75 bucks worth of value if we're being fair, especially at a driving range. So I can talk myself into all kinds of acquisition for the sake of the moments they can create. And... I was never good at the piano, but I never really cared to try to be good. <clears throat> and I don't think I have musical skill at all. But I do think I have, well, for one, I have seven years of sitting at the piano every day for 45 minutes practicing all sorts of shit. But for two, I have a love for music. Like I just have a love for music and playing the things that I want to play instead of what Mrs. I won't even say her name, but she was the taskmaster. I mean, how much Bela Bartok have you the patience to learn? Right. But the theme to Star Wars, I mean, I learned that thing in an afternoon, mostly because it's easy, but also because I wanted to. So the idea of playing ragtime or, or frankly, some of Mozart and Beethoven to play it with uh, with an adult sensibility, I guess. I don't know. the The fact is, much like um, getting reading back in my life, as soon as music is a part of my daily routine, it'll become entrenched. It just it's just been missing, and I've been missing it. So, hey, that little reunion seems to be on the. Well, that little reunion is, is one I look forward to. And in reading, speaking of, uh, I did, I did, 
misplaced 1984. <laughs> like I lost it. It's not on my bookshelf. It's not in my nightstand. And it's not in any of my bags. Like I really don't know what I did with it. So I put it somewhere so that I'd have it securely. Like uh, behind the toilet. Now I have no idea where it is. But because I can't find 1984, I got out The Life of, I don't know how to say it, Milarepa or Milarepa. I really don't know. And that's weak of me not to have at least looked it up. But I'm weak. So <clears throat> here's the illustrated biography of Milarepa or Milarepa. I don't know. This was a book I had in college. It was on a reading list for a religious studies class, and I never read it. It's brand new. Well, it's not brand new. It's 40 years old. It's not 40 years old. It's 35 years old. But regardless of age, this book looks like I just bought it at the bookstore. So, except that some animal chewed the back cover. Or uh, probably me. But the the point is, (laughs) I say that way too much. I'm, I'm excited that I'm returning to some structural foundation, some pieces that have meant a lot to me, like my love of, of the written word and the, the vocabulary expansion that happens as you invest in more and more reading material. Seeing words that you have forgotten are in the language matter. It gives you a wider range in which to express yourself since we can't read each other's thoughts yet um the best we can do is is seek out a vocabulary that has enough depth width and precision to capture our thoughts even the ones like saturday night that (laughs) i said to someone at work i was like i don't even know who to talk to about it because you have to you have to have a certain drug familiarity to get the the aberration that this journey felt like i just <sighs> i'll figure it out but i'm going to have to i'm going to have to let that one settle because it is unsettling to think about how how glorious experience was I, I the best you can feel is I don't uh, I mean that's what I'm trying to to let settle so that I can say stuff beyond well if you could just imagine the best you could feel in front of the brightest light that you've ever imagined and you're just getting told that you're the best thing in the universe well then you'd have an idea what it was like but then you would have an idea what it was like So, yeah, what do you do with that? I don't know. Uh, You definitely eat some yogurt. Pause. I'm sorry for the last six minutes or so. I know I've been rambling, so let's get on point. I'll figure, oh, actually I have something very specific to talk about, so I'll be right back. Pause. Okay. Um, What I, what I was, um... What I wanted to talk about, or what I'm currently um, challenged by, is as I've become more um, open to 
social engagement, uh, I'm starting to be uh, more uh, engaged socially. Shocking, right? But what has <laughs> what? Why this is is worth discussing, or even just uh, referencing, is the the lack of social outreach that um, that I have um, that I have been committed to. And I am <clears throat> I am so um, thirsty for uh, genuine human interaction that the three or four uh, really interesting dynamic people I've started uh, friendships with feel like um, enough. Well, I mean enough. This is uh, this is where being an, <laughs> a self-destructive analytical mind comes to life in these moments where you are quantifying experiences that are in the now. The in the now experiences with some of my coworkers have turned into genuinely meaningful moments. And I'm not used to that, especially at work. Um, and, uh, and so I don't know if that means that I've become more open to having meaningful moments in life. I think that's a large part of it. It also is encouraging that I'm around people who generate that sort of dynamic interaction that creates a meaningful moment. And, and it's, it's not just like the people I work with regularly. There are a couple of sort of pop their head in now and again in my life, people who I, I have as much uh, regard for and, and could, could select as part of the five people that I would be stranded in the middle of the ocean with in a raft. I mean, I could pick those five people from work easily. And I have never been able to pick even one of those people at work. So, so that makes me feel like I've changed because I can't be getting the best landscape Home Depot has to offer. It just means that instead of whatever rhythm I was providing that let genuine, interesting, dynamic people know to stay away from me was certainly active or if not overly active, throughout my entire working career up until now. Except maybe at Baskin-Robbins. And you can't really count Paperboy in there, because what kind of social arrangements are you going to make as a Paperboy? So, there are, however, <laughs> in, in having come to a point where I no longer am trying to see what's in it for me and just experience a friendship and the rewards that come with it because that's what's in it for me. I know this is third grade morality shit, but some of us have to retake third grade 
45 times. And when we finally get to fourth grade, well, boy, are we ever ready to be besties? Because we figured it out. Stop forcing yourself and your expectations into a situation and just be yourself and let the expectations of the situation develop into whatever they do. And watch how many meaningful moments can happen along the way. Well, how much of that is there room for in your life? I mean, I need time to think and rethink my bad thoughts into something worth thinking about. That takes a while. Plus, I got a lot of cleaning to do. It takes me forever to do laundry. I mean, how much time for meaningful moments does life afford you? It's a terrible question to ask, isn't it? Shouldn't it be limitless? And yet, well, I mean, am I going to stop wearing underwear? Somebody's got to do laundry. So, I, overly analytical bastard that I am, I figure you can entertain somewhere between, what, 7 and 17 close contacts. Say your nuclear family doesn't count, because you can't avoid their close contact. But everybody else in the universe who could say goodbye to you with no remorse or strings attached, unlike your direct blood relatives, well, those people, the ones who the simulation just spits your way, it's not random. It can't be. There is a synergy I'm experiencing across the people in my life that is unlike anything I've known. And I don't have anything to show for it. I didn't strike this place in life intentionally. If anything, I'm more stunned than anyone that I'm having these experiences. <laughs> and the only rational way to wind myself back through it is to realize it's evidence, if not a complete proof that I've changed. So, it... it it's... I don't know. It doesn't leave me speechless, that's for sure. But it, it does make it hard to come to a, an understanding of who you are. Who you were. How, how can you evolve into something now tranquil and centered and complete? Well, why? <laughs> I said I'd stop asking that question. Why is a question that has no resolution? We are the why. Everything that happens now is the why. Why are you here? Because this matters. Our lives matter. 
what we're here to do matters. And the idea that I keep finding more and more people that make me excited to join humanity again, well, this is the biggest surprise so far in 2023. I thought social outreach would be spotty at best. And if I'm being honest, I'd have given... I couldn't see enough catastrophe to contain the uh, the runaway train that was, why am I doing this, panic attacks with the idea of, what, not being understood, fear of failure, I don't even know what, I don't even know what, just ingrained fucking <sighs> self-denial of opportunities to have genuine, life-fulfilling experiences. <laughs> I guess, I mean, <sighs> the evidence points to you being a jackass, and then you go ask everyone around you whether or not they think that evidence is legit, and they say, oh, you mean the evidence that points to you being a jackass? Yeah, we think it's legit. Well, you're a jackass who can't hit the pause button I love you Galaxy S4 but I hate your pause button on the lock screen can we get that clear (laughs) and uh, on that note this jackass says good night okay since I pulled that preamble shit oh dropping my phone I feel like I owe you a postscript yeah this is stupid I agree so if, if if but if you're if you're this far, mom, why are you why are, first of all, uh, I am I am buoyant, I am confident, I am filled with anticipation, I am energized by my environment, I am gaining momentum from all directions toward a crescendo of experiences that are making me appreciate my life to a degree that I will no longer limit because I want to see how far it can go. And if there's a postscript in life that I never thought I'd be writing, it's that my own sense of potential from within has moved from tremendous to limitless. And I I guess if you just want to boil it down in a few words, I am pretty full of myself these days.